T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. It's a lot of fun when it works out this way. Celebratory Sunday, Victory Monday. Then we get joined by the head coach of the Detroit Lions, Dan Campbell. Dan, Jim Costa in for Stoney. Good to talk to you this morning. How are you? I'm doing good. Doing good. How are you guys doing? Uh, We're doing all right, especially now that, uh, hey, it's been uh, the opposite as the way the season started. You guys are 6-1 and in the last seven. And you mentioned it at the end of the game. Uh, that, hey, you know, you guys aren't losers anymore. You're not winners, but you're not losers. How different is it going to work knowing that you guys are back to 500? Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's good, and I made that comment. But honestly, at, you know, once you get that first win, uh, you know, we're, we got it after Green Bay that started all this off. It always feels good, you know, and uh, gets a spring in your step. You bounce back just a little bit quicker to get ready for the next opponent. So, Obviously, you know, winning makes everything better, and our confidence, of, uh, confidence is pretty high right now. Um, the expectations have win, and you guys now, and it feels like it, the team is expecting when they go into these games to win. We've both been a part of teams that, you know, you, when you go into them, you know if you execute, you're going to win the game. How does that change the mindset, the preparation, and how you approach your team to make sure that they continue to do the same things that they've been doing to get to this point? I think you just identify them. You know, I, I don't think you hide from it. I think you anything that you you have a concern about or that's on your mind, you got to let them know, and uh, you just hit it head on. And and uh, you talk about past experiences. You talk about what we have to do, and you know, I. I, the team knows that there's a reason why we're we are winning, and that's because we're we are playing better football. We're doing the little things right, but we're also we're not playing we're not playing uptight. You know, we are cutting it loose. We have been cutting it loose, and I think you know they also know. I, uh, we talked about it last week. Every win now from this point on, it, it has more significance. You know, there is greater significance. There is more uh, on the line than there was last week going into this one. We win this one, there'll be more on the line when we play Chicago. And, uh, you know, this is uh, – but with that, man, we, we, can't, we can't tighten up and we can't uh, start becoming something that, that, that we're not. Otherwise, we'll, we'll, we'll go back the other way. So that's just – that's part of it. Well, maybe you guys have seen just how fragile that line between winning and losing is. At, at one in six – how do you get guys, because you've done it, to not give up on a season or to give up on one another? Without results, how did you keep this team together after the slow start? Listen, it, that's, 
there's a lot of people in this building, and uh, I'm just a piece of it. That, that's all I am. And we we got some great coaches, support staff. You know, I got a, I got a damn good GM. Sheila's been an unbelievable ride, and uh, you, it starts at the top. You got to have the right support staff. You got to have the right support. But there again. Brad and I had a vision of what we wanted to do. We don't have anybody telling us how we're supposed to do it or what you need to do or I want you to. No, we, this was this was all about how we wanted to build it. And the first thing is get the right type of players. And and when you have the right type of players or people, people talk about culture. You got to have the people. It's the right people. They got to be made a certain way. And so when you do that, and and they believe in what you believe in, and they're people who don't want to give in. They just want to get better. They focus on the job at hand. Then good things are probably going to happen. You just don't know when it's going to happen. But uh, and it's you know, listen, we're we're seeing the we're reaping the benefits right now. Of that well, and it, you never know when it's going to happen. And let's go back to this game against the Jets early on in the game, first drive. You guys, you march right down the field. Seven different guys touch the ball. It's efficient, but you get stalled at the goal line. Defense goes three and out, and then Khalif Raymond, we know what he did. How big was that moment? It's kind of all three phases, even if one comes up a little bit short, the other two were there to, to pick you up. Well, look, I say that's what good teams do. And, uh, you know, I said this yesterday. First of all, if you, if you can win multiple games at multiple points of the season and you can win on the road, you're a pretty good team. And we've been able to do those two things this year. Um, you know, and we're in the middle of one right now. But it, we, I'm a big believer in, man, it's about three phases. We don't have offense, defense, and then whoever the backups are on those two units, you throw them on special teams. That's not how we work here. And our, our special teams unit is a legit unit, man. It's part of our core. And uh, it's a third of what we do. And it's, it's important, man. There's an emphasis on it. And the guys we put on it, man, it means something to us. And they take that and, uh, you know, they, they know that. They believe that. And they bring it to life. And so we know we've been close with Leaf, man, for a number of weeks now. I, I, Leaf's a good returner, and our guys know, man, we are, we've been so close all year, and we've been talking about it, and uh, we finally got one. You know, we get them pinned back, and uh, our guys do a pretty good job. Leaf really set the whole thing up, but there was a number of guys. I mean, J- Jerry Jacobs uh, took their gunner out on the other side, who's really a Pro Bowl gunner. Uh, that gave us a chance. You know, you saw what Houston did there at the end. Uh, Pittman took out one or two, and then Leaf set it up, and here we go. And it gives us life, man. When we need it, you're stalling out on offense. Your defense hadn't taken the field yet, but you know. And so that's a sign of a good team. If you can, if you can, if one unit is stalling out and the other two can pick up, uh, man, that you're hard to beat. We're talking to Lions head coach Dan Campbell. And, and Dan, wanted to get your thoughts on the 54-yard field goal fourth quarter because you know you faced a similar situation earlier in the year in Minnesota where you, you could punt, you could go for it, you decide to kick a field goal. After the first instance of that, you said you regretted uh, kicking a field goal. Why did you decide to go back to a 54-yard field goal in a similar situation this last week? Yeah, well, there was what, eight minutes left, a little under in this game, whereas Minnesota was uh, a minute 13, I don't know what the minute, minute, a little over a minute. Um, and so that one, it was, it was uh, you know, there it is right at you. And you're like, man, you, you finished that off. Well, this one, you got plenty of time. And I knew if we were going to take a shot at one, that's the end zone to go. 
Um, we got the wind behind our back. Um, and, you know, that's right around his range. It's a little bit of a stretch, but we also, we just had the penalty. We get backed up, you know, when we tried to run it, it didn't work out. So then we go for it uh, on third down. We're throwing the ball and it just doesn't, it doesn't feel right. And, and I have a pretty good idea you're going to need to throw it to get the first down. I felt like we were awfully tight to punt, even for Fox. Um, and so I just felt like the right thing to do there, man, is like, let's give Badge a go at it. And um, it was just a little out of his range, so I don't regret that one. It just it didn't work out, you know, and our defense is playing pretty good. Well, the defense uh, gives up a score, but then you guys come right back, and out of the two-minute warning, you guys find Brock, uh, Brock Wright, and it was right after he had dropped the pass on first down. We've watched Ben Johnson set up different plays. We talked about Penny Sewell and his reception last week. How important was it to be able to get a nice, easy, clean pass for Jared Goff, but also an easy reception for Brock Wright? Nobody knew he was going to – at least we didn't <laughs> think he was going to go for 51 yards. Jets but, didn't either. Yeah, I mean, how big of a moment was that – in terms of the play call, the right time, the right moment, but also going back to a guy that had just dropped the pass. Yeah, well, that's because you guys were watching Panay. You were like, oh, they're about to throw to Panay. <laughs> um, I would have been all for it. You, know, you go to a receiver, who would have thought it? Um, but, they, uh, look, it was huge. It's a hell of a job by Ben. It was a great play call in that moment. Um, you know, we, we – uh, Everybody's pretty aware of what we are and what we're capable of. We got a really good offensive line. Uh, we got, you know, Jamal Williams is a hammer, um, you know, and, and that's that's part of who we are in our core. You know, we feel like we can get those first downs with needed. Um, but, man, in that critical, we just felt like the way they were going to play it, um, you know, if you, if you want to go for the big one, um, and you want to ensure the first down, but then maybe you get an explosive. You don't think touchdown, at least I don't, but I thought that, yeah, it'll be first down, but you may also get, you know, you could get 15, 16, 17 yards on this one. Um, you know, that, that's a big thing. So it, it, it felt like a good call, and uh, they were packed in there, and, and then it was about the execution. And so, you know, Brock, Brock did a heck of a job, man. You hit the first thing you can get a hold of so that, the, the backer they they uh, they drop you you know they don't they just think you're blocking and uh, and then you sift through there and she did a great job of it was a good throw it was a good soft touch throw Brock made a heck of a catch bounced back and there we go man the rest was up to him Reynolds made a good block mm-hmm. um, but it was it was just it was well executed it was a great call by Ben it was well executed by the players and Brock finished it. Dan, you talk about finding ways to to win football games, and I know you've talked about learning how to win, and even when things didn't go all your way in that game, there's things you guys would want to clean up. You found a way to win. You guys are getting that reputation now as that team nobody wants to play. Like, What's your reaction? you got talking heads, former coaches, people saying, nobody wants to play the Lions right now. How much of that identity do you relish or appreciate? Yeah, no, I do. I mean, that's, uh, I feel like that's, that's a respect thing. And, uh, look, nobody wanted to play us the end of last year either. So, um, you know, I think we've built that here. That, that's, that's been, I think that's something, uh, that just, you know, you have these qualities about you as a team. And, and even when you're not winning, when you know you're playing a team that's going to play their ass off, uh, they're relentless, um, you know, they're snapped to whistle, they finish plays, um, you know, you know you're going to be in for a dogfight. Those are the teams that, 
uh, you know, those are tough, man, because you know it's probably going to come down to the end of the wire, and it's just about who makes the least amount of mistakes. And and we were making one more mistake early, but the the effort and the hustle and the all those things have been there for a long time, man. They were there last year, but now we're starting to eliminate some of these mistakes that have cost us. You know, in these critical moments, we're we're becoming more disciplined, we're getting better, uh, and we're making that one extra play. Dan, you and I have both, whether it's practice, traveled, played games on Christmas Day, you guys are playing Saturday, you get an extra day next week, and Sunday is Christmas. What are your plans for uh, for Christmas Day? Yeah, look, I'm, I'll be with the family. I mean, I'm just, we're going to be, it'll be my immediately family, my immediate family, my wife and uh, my kids, and we're, we're going to, we're going to have a nice, uh, have a nice dinner, have some gifts, uh, just kick back, relax, enjoy it, and then, man, we'll be right back into work getting ready for Chicago. So it'll is, be nice. Is there a traditional Campbell meal? We go with uh, with uh, the prime rib in the Jansen house. I was wondering if there's a traditional Campbell meal on Christmas Day. You guys go all out, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Why not? Big roller. Uh, we've, done, <laughs> we've done a little bit of everything. Actually, I'm not going to lie. I made that comment. We've done prime rib before, okay? But – um, but there again, it's really a lot like Thanksgiving, the, the turkey, the ham, um, you know, and it's, uh, shoot, man, the homemade mashed potatoes, oh. the green bean casserole, it's, it's the works, man. Uh, so listen, we're, it, it'll be good. My wife does a great job. Well, hey, have a great holiday. We're anticipating a win uh, and might continue up, this, this train rolling. You might wake up Christmas morning with a playoff spot. So, hey. Keep that in mind as well. We'll we'll keep an eye on that. We could. All we got to do is just keep winning, right? That's we right. Win. I, we win. We control our own destiny. Thanks, That's Dan. I see it. Yep. yep. Lions okay. head coach Dan Campbell. Appreciate it, Dan. Appreciate it. Talk to you later. It's good stuff. It's so much fun to win. Everything is more fun. I'm sure the food tastes better on Christmas morning if you win. So <laughs> everything's better on Christmas morning <laughs> if you win. Yes. We'll keep talking about it. That's Lions head coach Dan Campbell. It's ninety-seven-one. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.